Oh, a crazy week here uh, weather-wise, so maybe not create. Well, it depends on how you look at it. I guess with the heat returning here for the later part of the summer, we were starting to get used to the nice, uh, quiet weather, Eric. Um, at least I was with the, uh, the drop in humidity, and yep. uh, we didn't have to worry about heat waves anymore. Well, we know that that's not necessarily true, but just a couple weeks away from the official start from fall, and we're going right back in to heat that rivals what we had earlier in the summer. I guess the only thing that is keeping us uh, different with these, this new heat wave compared to the last couple ones is the humidity is maybe not as high, right? Well, relative to uh, Delmarva so standards. To Delmarva standards, right. Anywhere else, pretty much in New England, this is very much of a tropical feel. But remember, we had dew points in the upper 70s, close to 80 degrees, not too long ago. It's humid, but right, and we, didn't we have could the, do worse. We didn't have the high heat to go along with it. That's right. Yes. At that point. And had that been the case, we would have been looking easily at advisory, heat advisory, heat warning levels, which, yep. you know, we're not under at this point. But, I mean, uh, recording on a Tuesday here in the afternoon and just coming into the station, temperatures ranging in the mid-90s. Downtown Salisbury, you can feel the heat coming off of the uh, blacktop. And it yep. was, you know, starting to feel like most of the summer had been. Yeah. Um, and even looking at now potential for records to be set, considering we're a little later in the month now or later in the season. And, um, you know, our average highs are much lower than they have been. 83 degrees is the average high. Well above that. Well above that <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah, so we tied actually a record. 1961, 95 degrees. That was the high. We've dropped a degree since then. So likely not beating that, but certainly close. In fact, uh, Ocean City, the record high is 89 today. We did beat that. Okay. Yeah, and so our high in Ocean City was 92, 92. degrees. 92, okay. So, so we're looking at a map here at Delmarva for today's highs. What is Salisbury Airport, 95. 95. This is on a Tuesday, again, remembering that. I know a lot of people are going to be downloading this on a Wednesday, which Wednesday is set to be even hotter. So the numbers you're right. hearing right, right. now, you're listening <laughs> in the morning. Oh, Oh, know Wednesday. that they're going to be worse. Oh, that's yeah. not going to be fun. No. Uh, this holiday weekend was really a tale of two seasons. Um, when I came in around Thursday or Friday, I recollect a uh, morning low, 52 degrees. It might have been Saturday morning, Friday morning, either one of those. 52. And then we end the holiday weekend on a more so, uh, summer note. So really like uh, it's almost like two seasons in a that's That's amazing days. too. Yeah. The, the 52. Um, yeah. You know, that's jacket weather. I mean, that's a light jacket or yeah. a sweatshirt easily. Yeah. I, I was flabbergasted. It was definitely a lot lower than the low I was forecasting. So... Well, you get the radiational cooling, and especially yeah. when you get oh, into dry. Oh, we had ideal radiation ideal cooling. And we had dry air, and that's the, that's dry the key. Dry air, yes. That's really the key. Yep. Um, you get the dry air. It's easily heated during the day, yep. easily cooled, though, at night. Perfect yep. example there. Like winds, clear skies, dry yep. air. It was, it, was, it was all there. And it made for a very pleasant night to open the windows, for sure. And we've had those nights recently not here for the rest of the week with the humidity yeah. going up. And even if this was more of a dry heat, maybe at night it'd be a little more comfortable. But we're looking at lows again in the 70s, especially yep. in the urban spots uh, mm -hmm. in town. And when I say urban spots, we're just within a town, you get enough concrete and blacktop around you, um, you know, those areas are going to stay a lot warmer yep. at night. And yeah, absolutely. Of course, with the jump in humidity too, you can only cool to a certain point at night. And, um, you know, rivaling what we've had so far this summer, maybe again, not as as humid as the last couple of big heat waves and of course what you were talking about just a few weeks ago when we actually had humidity that was tropical levels again and we just didn't go along with the heat yeah. the first time i've experienced dew points that high that's right that at all because you uh, and if you've caught the if you're listening at home when we introduced eric here uh, a few podcasts ago 
you're used to a certain New England, uh, I don't want to say chill this time of the year, but you get into a little more of the fall push. And while we're down here baking, yep. but with the tropical type humidity, usually not as bad for you up north. But yeah, the, the welcome highest to I, Marvin, by the, the way. The highest <laughs> I'm used to is like dew points in the lower 70s, you know. And what you're talking about near 80. And that keeps the yeah. heat index at night well into the 90s in Can't some even, cases. I couldn't even imagine what that felt like, but sure enough, I felt it. I was not a fan. Well, <laughs> I wasn't. It, 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 <laughs> now we know what it's like to live in Florida uh, yeah. for an extended period Living of time. Living in the soup. And with climate change, I mean, the Mid-Atlantic is becoming more and more uh, subtropical. And yeah. especially out here in Delmarva. And, you know, we have the water sources, of course, the bay being more shallow. So the bay temperatures tend to be well into the 80s this time of the year. And even the Atlantic seeing record warmth just across the Atlantic well into the 70s. So the sea breeze is not as effective. You know, when the, warm, yeah. when the water, it's nice to jump in the water, but it doesn't really help. And we've seen so far with especially the Chesapeake Bay waters, keeping storms alive as they cross over where sometimes. Or reignited. Or reignited, yeah. And in the past, sometimes that would actually be the converse. You know, they, they would fall apart a little bit when they'd fall, uh, cross over the bay. But um, interesting to see. But, you know, all eyes on the tropic this time of the tropics, this time of the year, we missed Idalia. Just to the south of us, we had some high clouds come in. The winds picked up a little bit there the end of last week, but actually helping us see that really nice start to the holiday weekend with that northwesterly, northerly yep. flow. Um, drier air. Drier air, all that. Beautiful. The issues were with, with the beach. Um, the rip currents were yeah. very difficult Both throughout the weekend. Both from Franklin and then Adalia, they kind of worked together. Worked in tandem. To, unfortunately, we've had some deaths due to rip currents. I saw that. And yeah. very unfortunate along the New Jersey coast. Yeah. And, um, it's not something to, to mess around with. It really isn't. And I think people are lured into a sense, a sense of security, false sense of security, because, you know, some of these days you have a nice breeze, total sunshine. The actual weather is incredibly calm. And that lures you into thinking, well, there's no big storm nearby. I can't even mm -hmm. see a cloud in the sky. Well, yeah. you know, you have Idalia, you have Franklin, as you talked about, both of them out there basically churning the water up over days. Yeah. And those swells continue. And sometimes the reverberation of those swells takes a long time for that to calm down. And um, it's probably one reason why Idalia didn't gain massive strength again. One of the reasons when it, when it did kind of come off the coast. It had the competition. And then you had some upwelling of water, too. Yeah. Um, I know that that was a small factor in that. But you were noticing something today that I thought was fantastic uh, or just uh, – Kind of uh, bizarre, but in a really cool way. You know, Idalia still... The skeleton of the Idalia skeleton still of exists. I like that. Yeah. Um, now just, you know, a regular mid-latitude cyclone kind of... It's lost all of its tropical characteristics. It's a, characteristics, it's kind of more relying on jet stream dynamics, more mid-latitude cyclone characteristics. It's still there, though, in the Sears clouds that anyone may have seen Tuesday, because, you know, it's going to be posted on Wednesday. Uh, that is the outflow Sears clouds from what once was Idalia. The existence or ghost of Idalia is still out there after all this time. That's pretty cool to see that. So that's the second time we've seen clouds from Idalia here in Delmarva. Yeah. We ended right up having Canadian no impact. Times. Right. Yeah. Well, Idalia uh, was a monster of a storm. There were a few factors that actually kept it being worse for Florida than it could have been. The Ford momentum was one thing. It was going, um, I think it was reading up to 18 miles per hour at one point as it was approaching Florida. To most people, that doesn't sound very fast. But for a tropical system, that is fast. And that Ford momentum kept it from strengthening more if it would have sat over the Gulf a little longer. But also, when it did make landfall, it didn't stick around long. Yeah. And their catastrophic damage, as we expected, of course, 
But they said it could have been a lot worse had that been a slower-moving hurricane. Simply, it would have stuck around longer. It would have been stronger. But one problem with that fast-forward momentum was uh, the inland areas into southern Georgia had hurricane-force winds because that storm rocketing inland. Before it could weaken. Before it could weaken, right. So it was a little fascinating to see that uh, with this storm and how, you know, one variable can mean good news in some respects, but bad news in others. Yep. And there's always a give and take with uh, these storms when they develop, and it's just a bad problem to have when you have yeah. a tropical system near, uh, nearing landfall. And, of course, we know up here it's never about the wind, or most of the time it's not about the wind of the storm. It's about the flooding rains and the uh, oh, severe yeah. weather. Or, you know, even remnants could cause major major problems of uh and that's this, this time of the year we're getting into a really dry period here in delmarva and looking at drought conditions onset again in some spots um just in the mid-atlantic and it's usually september's pretty dry month cold fronts move faster yeah. thunderstorms don't stick around the only way we get a widespread soaking rain typically this time of the year is from a decaying tropical system yeah. and now we're looking at lee right or eventually lee. will be lee that 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 is the center of attention in the Atlantic right now, all over the internet and social media. And basically what's gonna happen with Lee, it's gonna enter a very favorable environment, very calm wind fields, low wind shear, not too much dry air, and of course, all season long, there's been no concern with the sea surface temperatures. It's always been there, it's always been the wind shear. And the fact that there's not gonna be any of that is gonna allow for very favorable and quick development and National Hurricane Center has it now uh, projected category four hurricane by this weekend, which could have potential impacts to the Leeward Islands right now. Um, that, none of that is surprising. You have the favorable wind field plus the fact that we have the record warm temperatures. Yeah. It was battling a little sense. bit with some kind of wind shear from Katia. It's exited that now. Now it's, now con- it's, it's, it's on its own nice calm environment to really Blossom. That's expected to happen over the next few days. So you mentioned, too, a lot of what's being talked about on social media, a lot of misinformation. It's not even so much misinformation, but it's misunderstood information that gets put out. Uh, a lot of these long-range models, when we're looking two weeks out, it's showing, you know, the storm's going to curve off to the north and maybe yeah. misland. Or maybe these one single model is showing operational it. models just won't do it, especially if you don't even have a center circulation really developed. Those models do not pick up on these storms well until, like you said, there's actually that center circulation. Yeah. It's more of an entity that can be tracked by you know, the data being put into these models. But something else to remember with any weather model, when we talk about the seven-day forecast, you go past seven days, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. And, and there's really no point in talking about beyond seven days if you're yeah. looking at where a storm, a tropical system is going to go. And, and that's something I remind everybody listening at home about. If you're seeing anything projected past seven days, other than what we talked about where maybe the environment will allow it to be a certain type of hurricane, we're not saying exactly where it's going to be. Um, you, you can't listen to stuff or look at stuff past seven days because it, it yeah. can lure people into either false insecurity yeah. or get hyped up over something that may not end up happening. I mean, yeah, what we're looking at is just kind of we got to study and observe the evolution of the main steering currents, um, potentially a trough along the East Coast, and the orientation of that will be important in terms of, you know, can I get grabbed or just get out of sea? Also, the strength of the subtropical high in the Atlantic. A lot of those factors are important. I could say what the spaghetti plots are showing right now. Will I use that? Will I say that's the forecast? No, I'm not going to 
project where it's going to go this far out. Uh, what I can say, and what we all know, is that it's going to strengthen a lot over these next few days. It's a given. Uh, that is a given uh, for sure, and it's going to be the next major hurricane of the season for sure. And it's still got some days before it would impact land here. When we talk about the East Coast, not just the mid-Atlantic here, but anywhere along the East Coast, um, we would be looking. I think uh, with week. high confidence, I can say is uh, I think no matter what happens, we're going to be dealing with some really rough surf. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we saw already what happened with Franklin uh, with yeah. help from Idalia, but Franklin itself was so far away from us. It was out past Bermuda, but it was enough to bring us those swells that we had to deal with. So you're right. And that's kind of, you know, I've been talking more about, you know, the surf and rib currents, you know, my broadcasts here, you know, mentioning, you know, the National Weather Service gives out the outlooks, the moderate, the high, the low risk, um, consistent high risks for rib currents, even though the wave heights have subsided over the holiday weekend, that rib current threat was still um, consistent throughout the entire holiday weekend. Um, so I think it's just coming down now, and we're on a Tuesday here, but it, I was even still seeing chatter about how it's, it's still a problem. Yeah. Um, becoming less of an issue. Those of us, uh, those of you listening here locally, I know we're getting into local summer here where, um, you know, it, a little more room out at the beaches. We have some very hot weather here. Great to take a dip. Know that uh, it's still a little choppy out there um, here for at least the first part of the week. I'm sure as the week goes on, though, there'll be improved conditions here as we uh, yeah. take a look. But uh, keeping an eye on Lee, uh, keeping an eye on the tropics in general, but yeah. we need the rain. Um, so unfortunately, it does come at the cost sometimes of having to deal with a decaying system. So we'll wait and see, obviously, how this is going to impact us, but not until at least later into next week, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, speaking of rain, um, Gulf are moving through this weekend. We, we do have the shot, a couple of thunderstorms. That, but also it's going to feel a lot better by the start of next week so at least get the relief in the form of how it feels outside yeah so it's so. really um wednesday thursday and then some relief friday but progressively throughout the weekend it's unsettled it should be better it's an unsettled weekend scattered showers and thunderstorms not a washout but it's the price we have to pay for more refreshing air to move in um, i agree with that by and, and there are people's weekend. gardens and flower beds that right now would probably just they would love to have some of the free water yeah, yeah. so I mean, I looked at the uh, drought monitor map um, before um, starting this, and uh, to the west, um, there are signs of like uh, a moderate drought coming oh, yeah. out. So, and we, not, we've been not really too much of a problem in Delmarva, but it's, that's the trend. It, and we've been trend. we've been trend. lucky. Yeah. We had one point during the summer that we were able to correct coming out of the spring into summer correct what was becoming more of a drought for us. And we've been able to stay ahead of it out here, the rainfall totals. But back in the mid-Atlantic and the other side of the bridge, uh, Virginia, yeah. Maryland specifically, like you're talking about out to the west, uh, some of the drought conditions starting to, yeah. you know, and just looking forward knowing that we're not going to have a major rain event, uh, the, the storms that are coming through for the weekend, probably mm -hmm. spotty at best. Exactly, yeah. So, but uh, we'll keep an eye on it. And I think uh, that's, a, that's a good amount of info that we got to here this week. We <laughs> yeah. have a lot going on. Even Dude. when the weather is totally sunny here on Delmarva, there's keep a an lot. eye on there's lots a lot of things. There's a lot to look at. Yep, thick sure. of the tropical season as we expected. Very active now yeah. going into the peak part of the season here. But uh, we'll go ahead and hang it up here for this week. But thank you for downloading and streaming. For myself, Chief Meteorologist Rich Words, again, Meteorologist Eric Alf, uh, we invite you to join us again next week for an update. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about with what will be 
uh, the tropical system Lee at that point. But uh, for now, you can catch our newscast on 47 ABC WMDT throughout the week. Of course, we keep you very much updated on any of the tropical situations that are happening. And uh, if you don't live in Delmarva, you can always catch those newscasts online. WMDT.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday.